Before we get started, we'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land in which we produce this podcast, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, and pay our respects to their elders, past, present and emerging. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of What A Great Punk, a podcast by the band These New South Wales. Thank you. Thank you. Um, my name's Jamie and the other man is Todd. <laughs> Todd. <laughs> Pod. With a T. It's T O D D T. That's right. Pod. Yeah. T O double D T. Um, <laughs> yes. We're, we're, we, uh, we're, we're in a band called These New South Wales. We also have a series, a comedy series on Comedy Central, which you can check out if you haven't checked that out before. Um, the series is called These New South Wales. Uh, and it's all on YouTube now, isn't it, mm. Todd? Todd? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's all there. You just find us and then you'll find that. Or yeah. the other way around. Yeah. Um, really special episode of the pod today. We have uh, a, a friend of ours named Jack Wagner from Los Angeles joining us. We're super stoked. Um, Jack, ha- Jack has a, is the co-host of a, well, he's a, one of the hosts, one of the two hosts of a podcast mm. called Yeah, But Still. Um, yeah, there's, no the, there's no they're co-host. Both they're both yeah. hosts. Yeah. We are co-hosts. They are both hosts. Yeah. Are, are we co-hosts? Um, I don't know. Or maybe we're both hosts. We're too. both hosts as well. Yeah, I'm a host. What's the yeah. difference? Host is better. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, because co-host is subservient to the host. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there's no co-host here. There's no... no. Just want to clear that up. There's no co-host on yet, but still, they're both the no. hosts. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. So Jack's on pod. Looking forward to chatting to him. It's been a while. Probably about a year and a half. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be fun. It's going to be great. All right. Well, let's roll up the intro music. This is an original composition by name a man named Mark Sinatra from Caulfield, Australia. The song's called Catchy Smile. Take it away, Mark. Catchy smile. You got that catchy smile. Stop a while. Come back with that catchy smile. Come back, baby, we'll fly away. Come back, we'll just fly away. Together, baby, but don't tell your nonna. Welcome, Jack. Hello. How's it going? How's it going? I'm good. You're just saying, we're just commenting that you were saying you look different compared to your background picture and it's because you've been running. You lost a bit of weight. I did. I've been running. I lost a bit of weight, but... Also, I think I just realized it might blink. This might be a video. So the oh, my Zoom background. Uh, I didn't know you could do that. I did because I had to do a conference. Uh, I did like a panel talk in the beginning of quarantine for like, mm. I don't know, one of those ones where they have people make predictions about like culture and society in the future. Yeah. And um, I did one where... I don't know. I had to. I, I thought it would be funny in case I needed to go to the bathroom or something that mm. I'd have like a loop of myself. <laughs> yeah, that's good. And I did do it. I, I executed it, but I don't know how well it worked. Like definitely uh, the host noticed and texted me, but yeah, I don't know. It was a good bit either way. That's oh. good. Uh, there's Whoa. some, um, a friend, Jamie's brother, Ben had told me two really good Zoom stories recently because oh, like please. he's been working remotely. Um, and, uh, what were, one of them was, oh yeah, he was on this zoom call with like their whole company, like 50 or 70 people or something. And this one woman, I think it was Jill or something. Um, she like took a phone call and thought she was on mute, but wasn't, which is a classic move. Oh man. And she accepted a new job offer on the zoom call. (laughs) (laughs) She was just like, um, Thank you so much for the offer. I really appreciate it. Like, yeah, I can start blah blah. And there's everyone's hearing it and everyone's going, Jill, Jill, st- you're on you're on Zoom. So fucked up. That's a Jeez. fucking nightmare. Yeah. And oh, and another one was um he was on a smaller call, but this guy that he works with went to screen share and accidentally doxed his bank account. So like oh boy. <laughs> this is how much he had in his savings and shit like that. Oh, that's right, yeah. Dude, that's a nightmare. Oh, that's so personal. I my I haven't goofed yet, but I've come close where I'll be on screen share. You know how you could like choose between screen sharing like Google Chrome or like your whole desktop? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I'll be on work because I do have a regular job like doing whatever, producing stuff. I'll be on a call and like be texting somebody else that's on the call and being like, 
this fucking guy sucks ass. Who the fuck is he? I hate this shit. Like, and no, I've I've come close where I, like I panicked and I'm like, oh, dude, I'm screen sharing. Like, yeah, and I I haven't like they haven't seen it yet. Like, I always make oh. sure to just share the window that yeah I'm using. Like, well, that's you know, smart too because if you have like iMessage or something and then notifications come up, you can't control who's texting you and what they're texting either, which no, is, can 100%. be pretty fucked. Yeah, I always have this. Irrational fear that when I share my screen that there's going to be some porn website open and shit. I don't even really watch that much porn. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a it's, it's a classic paranoia. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Because you have once, so you're like, I don't know how computers work. Like, is that just going to pop up again? Like, how does it? Yeah, I've never walked been walked in on either, but I've, I have walked in on a roommate watching porn oh, before. Have? Yeah, in college, it was yeah. really professional. <laughs> I thought it was more professional. I thought I was like. Oh, excuse me. And he was like, sorry. And like, we just like, <laughs> professional. He was actually, that roommate was actually Australian. Oh, really? Yeah. So he's a he, professional. He was. And so are you. Yeah. I got walked in on once. It was horrible, but mm. like, I really deserved it because I was, um, <laughs> I did because I was in the lounge room, which is like, yeah. And, and, room, and it was a ha- we were living. It was when we were living in the office, and it, yeah. the, there was no front door to this place, so we lived above this like commercial. Uh, calling an art, art gallery is a stretch. It was like it was like that mass-produced bullshit that gets printed on canvases, and they would sell to hotels and shit. And um, and so you had to walk through the gallery and just go up the stairs up the side of the shop to get into our house. We had no front door, so you couldn't really tell when people were <laughs> arriving home. Okay. And I, as far as I knew, I was home alone. And at the time, I had such a shitty laptop that it didn't have Wi-Fi or whatever. I had oh, to yeah. plug into the fucking like <laughs> LAN cable or whatever it is. So I like took my laptop out into the lounge room and plugged it in. Yeah. And, oh boy. Um, and Jordan like walked into the room and mm. just like screamed, and I screamed. <laughs> was this um, a roommate or somebody you're dating? Or it was it was a roommate, a friend, okay. like a good friend. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Damn. Yep. Um, lounge room yeah. is that like where the TV would be? Is that what you guys call yeah. it? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Couch, TV, uh, coffee table. I guess yeah. we call that we call that the yeah. living yeah. room. Yeah, the yeah. living room. The yeah. Living room. Yeah. yeah. This was like back in the day. This was a sort of share ho- share house. Like imagine like the workaholics share house living room. Uh-huh. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kinda, so there's yeah. like a bong on the counter. Yeah, there were bongs. I don't see that yeah. anymore, but. That was in like college, but I did see it recently. My roommate or my friend like moved in with some random people and he's probably like 30 or 29 or something. And I went in and I saw a bong sitting on the coffee table and I was so mm. shocked to see it because I hadn't seen it in so long. And I was immediately, mm. I immediately judged his roommates. I was like, oh man, you got to get out of here. Like this is yeah. not, yeah. you can't be living like that. Yeah. I don't know what Good age, what age. It like, flips. Like have a bong, but don't like it can't live on your coffee table. <laughs> no. Yeah. It's so weird yeah. to see. That just yeah. it really says something about you. Like that you need it's it. That- <laughs> you need it there all the time, right? Like because you're hitting mm. it that much. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're hitting it a lot if it's just sitting out on the on the counter. Um, you only really see bongs in movies these days anyway. That's the other thing. Like they don't you, there's a point in your life where you just don't see them anymore. It's strange. Yeah. People Do you smoke Jack? Uh not really anymore. I mean, I'll do sometimes, but I quit smoking cigarettes and nicotine and everything over quarantine. Oh, you got off? Because when oh. we were oh, I was hanging va- out. Yeah, I was doing it hard. You were vaping. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I was doing a lot. Yeah, it was hard. Yeah. Not easy at all. Much. I've, I've, I've put down the vape like three times now for like three months at a, at a time. And then, but I do that thing where I just like think, oh, was it that bad? Like, and then I just pick it up again one night and then it's, it's straight back on. Oh, I... It was so hard quitting this that like I don't think I'll go back. Mm. Yeah. What was hard about it? Like I was doing just... smoking like two jewel pods a day. Oh, oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's not cool. <laughs> and like I think when you quit that much nicotine cuz I was doing it all the time. You know, yeah. I never was like not. So like it was like a nicotine drip all the time. And when yeah. Like I apparently your brain has to like rewire itself because it like replaces some transmitter chemical with nicotine. Like it just stops oh. making it. So it took like a it takes like a while. I mean this is what I've read. It takes a while for um 
your brain to like start producing that again. So yeah, you're just right. like a mess. And then also there's like weird side effects of like when it's come back, just mentally you're all over the place. Mm. Yeah, it's it's strange. I found myself um, eating like a ton of ice cream and sh- like sh- chocolate and sugar and shit when I put it down. Did you get like that? Um, I don't recall any of that. I just had weird patterns. Like I would get really angry at like 5 p.m. Right. I don't know why. Like always at 5 p.m. or so. It was like this weird pattern, <laughs> like no matter what. <laughs> and like, and I would always forget that it was like I was mad because of that, you know? Mm, yeah. Near the end, I was like, okay, it's 5 p.m. I'm, I'm like... I'm not actually mad. I'm just like, this is happening, you know? Yeah. And then when my brain started working normal again, it was kind of doing this weird thing where like random things would pop into my head. I felt like my brain was like firing randomly, like, yeah. And like, I would just remember (laughs) weird shit from my childhood would be like pop in my head or like just strange memories from like second grade, like toys. (laughs) I used to like, just, I felt like my brain was like randomly opening files. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Stuff that I've never thought of before, like a trapper keeper that I had when I was in fourth grade or some shit like that. Like vivid memories. It was very weird. What the fuck? Yeah. You, they're still there. You think they're gone, but they're there somewhere. A hundred percent. They're on the iCloud. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I've been um, off almost a year now. So oh, wow. I feel, dude, which is crazy. I did it early quarantine, so. Mm. Wow. Is Brandon? Oh, he's still on it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's well. He's back to smoking analog vapes. He's doing six uh, again. Yeah. Oh, okay. But you guys haven't been doing yeah, but still in person. Or I saw you did an episode recently back in person, right? Yeah, like in my backyard, um, which you've been to. Uh, but you mm-hmm. guys, yeah. I mean, we stopped in like March or something. Yeah. And didn't pick it up until like just a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So. It's been weird. I mean, you guys are opened up again, right? Yeah, we we are actually. Did it? Did you guys? Did you guys have any like weird reactions as a country? Like, what was it? I mean, we went through a weird phase, <laughs> like in the beginning. There were like periods <laughs> where everybody thought there was gonna be martial law and like people oh, were buying yeah. guns, like so many guns. The guns are still like back ordered. Well, you guys. <laughs> I mean, it's probably harder to get. You have like stricter gun laws anyway. Do you even yeah. have? I mean, no one's got them. Nobody's no got them. Yeah, yeah, that's thing. what it is. Yeah, yeah. But like, no one's got them. Glock is like back ordered, like as a brand. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> like, at least it was. You're kidding. A, I don't know. The demand was wild. There was a in the early, in the early um period of this, like when nobody really knew what was going on. There's a gun store near my house that I like. It's a weird old one that kind of feels like one that you had seen Grand Theft Auto or something. Yeah. Like it's a real dingy, strange one. And I just kind of go in there for fun sometimes and um, just to look around. And yeah. I went in one time and it was like, dude, a line around the block of like every type of person in line. I was seeing like old ladies, like everybody, <laughs> a diverse crew <laughs> lined up to buy guns. And like, it's just one guy that runs it. And he like looked at me like, just shook his head like, don't, like, you can't come in and look, browse, <laughs> leave me alone. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Do you, have a, do, you have a pay, do you have a pace? I did. Yeah. Somebody gave me one later. <laughs> <laughs> I do have one now. What, what do you do with it? Just hide it somewhere? It's in like, my, you- it's in my bedside uh, <laughs> cabinet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that makes you want to see it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. I'd love to. All right. Hold up. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah, you'd always know it's in your house, eh? Hey? Like I'd never be able to get that off the back of my mind. Just having a heater in your like in your bedside cabinet. I know. I'm bad enough with like leaving the house and being paranoid that I left the door open. <laughs> hey, <laughs> like, the zoom background. Like, zoom is editing out the gun. Yeah. yeah. Hold up. I'm gonna have to go I'm gonna turn my virtual background out. It looks like just, I'm holding nothing. Yeah. Um just a banana. Funny pulling the gun out on pod. <laughs> yeah not the first time i'll say that <laughs> not the first time oh my oh god oh my god dude that's a full like you need a huge mustache to use that gun it's a like it's a, it's a revolver now. yeah it's like it's wild a, west yeah it's a 38 special oh man it's pretty Do old you, too it's like <laughs> i mean somebody gave this to me it looks like a toy hey yeah, that's it's crazy like the toy ones that you flick yeah. and you put caps in there right it's, um, it's heavy though do yeah. you need a license for that um well, the it varies state to state, right? So yeah, California yeah. doesn't have um license process. You um right. But you have to get 
to get a gun in California, you have to do a test. Um, and then you get like a permit to buy one, I think. Okay. And then you have to wait two weeks after you buy it. Then you come pick it up. Mm. And So if the cops came into your house right now, would they say, oh, this is an illegal firearm? No, I think there's like a loophole. It's because you don't have to register it. I don't think there's registration in California. I could be dead right. wrong. I'm I kind of like, <laughs> honestly, I mean, this was given to me by like a family friend. So it's like yeah. a little questionable, but, <laughs> but it, yeah. like ideally I'm not getting to the point where the cops are coming in. Yeah. Yeah. That would be, that would be, that, that's the plan. Yeah. Hey, but the yeah. thing is, it's like cops are kind of tend to be gun people anyway. So yeah, I could be wrong about this, but like if, if, if it ever came up, I would just be like, Hey, like I, I borrowed it. I got scared. Like I borrowed it. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like, I'm going to give it back. And they, I would yeah. hope that they would be like, all right, understandable. You know? Yeah. You know, I'm, I got, right. I'm, I'm scared. I'm scared the way our country's headed. I needed the gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, bullshit. But, um, so yeah, they're like, it's kind of strict here, but it's, um, but you could do it. There's a lot of regulations on like what you can and can't have and they change it a lot. Yeah. But the thing is, I can't you can't buy ammo. If you haven't bought one in California, you can't buy ammo like at all. Oh. So because I didn't buy this here, I can't buy bullets for it. Yeah. But we were on okay. a vacation in Arizona and um dude, Arizona, you could just do it. Like you could just prance in there and buy a gun just like straight up, like you're buying a loaf of bread. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Oh, and so I like <laughs> I was uh, we were on a hike so yeah. I was wearing like um, running shorts that don't have like pockets or anything and just a t-shirt <laughs> oh, yeah. and like sandals like Tiva yeah. sandals and um, but I had like a credit card kind of tucked in my waistband and I walked yeah. and I saw a gun store I'm like oh wait hold <laughs> up like like I, I want some of those bullets like I don't have any bullets for that gun and I walked in and I'm like hey man like uh, do you take credit cards for ammo and he's like yep and I'm like do you need an ID? He's like, mm, nope. And I'm, like, <laughs> oh. and I'm like, can I just buy them? Like, he's like, yeah. And uh, so he just like scanned my credit card and like sold me these like, you know, 38 special bullets. And I had, it was just kind of funny because I like didn't have a pocket to put them in. So I just had to like go to the restaurant with like this box of bullets and my credit card because I didn't have anywhere <laughs> to put it. So I just like put it on the table when we ate dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Is that lax because of the state laws, or you just oh they just they don't give a fuck? They they have real loose laws, and I yeah. think this guy particular like it was a real small town, so I don't think he was like getting many customers, and I think he might have just been maybe bending yeah. bending the rules. But Arizona is like yeah. famously loose, you know. Mm. I think um I could have bought yeah it's weird you could just like at a gun store just straight up not showing much of anything. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's how it used to be. Like you could just go to like in the fifties, I think you could just go to a hardware store and just like buy a rifle, <laughs> you know, for $5 yeah. or whatever. So weird. And I, yeah. I like ideally you'd only ever need the one box of ammo. Right. But you'll, people, you'll never need to replenish. People stock it up though. People, yeah. just, people have like 10,000 rounds. Fucking hell. Those prepper guys. It's so funny. It's for the apocalypse. Yeah. But like, I'm, I always get confused watching the prepping shows. Cause, um, and like seeing those guys, because it's like, what situation would you need 15,000 rounds of ammo, right? Yeah. And like, I know. Like, would you want to live through it? I'd be dead by then. <laughs> you know, like yeah. someone would have shot me before I fired 15,000 oh, fucking rounds. <laughs> like some of those shows with the preppers, like what they've prepared to live, to live through. I catch myself thinking, I'm like, dude, I don't want to survive that bad. Yeah. Like if there was nuclear fallout yeah. and everything, like... I don't yeah. think I want to live through that. Like I'm just me. down. Yeah, take me. I don't yeah. care that much. Or like live in a cement underground <laughs> shelter for ten years. No way. Seriously. Like procreate with your sister. No, <laughs> no yeah. I've, like, I've had fun. Yeah. Like if it happens, depending on how bad it is, I'll try to survive. But if it's like, you know, if I'm gonna have to live underground eating mush for ten years, no. I'll try I'll try kinda hard, but yeah, not I'm gonna that give hard. up at some point. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> And also, you could, you'd no match for the preppers. No match whatsoever. Yeah. They've been fucking practicing. I know. Except, mm. I think, I wonder how... They, they, didn't, they didn't make it through COVID, did they? You know? They, mm. couldn't, they couldn't mentally get through the lockdown. Well, that's I feel true. like a lot of them that's were the ones true. that were protesting the masks over here. Yeah. It, that's so true. You can't prep for being bored. It's been so interesting that... Um, 
have you noticed, Jack, something that I've found perplexing, I'm keen to hear your thoughts, is like how people who ordinarily would fall in line and just are quite sort of pro-government and happy with what the government's doing on across a lot of issues, completely revolted at the idea of lockdowns and masks. And people who are not ordinarily quite like, fuck the government and, you know, don't tell us what to do, were the ones posting all the like, fucking make sure you wear your masks and be responsible and blah, blah, blah. Mm. Like people seem to switch teams during this whole thing. Yeah, I've never really thought about it like that, but I don't, I mean, I, it's kind of a bubble over here. Most people I know are pretty, like everybody I know is pretty careful and like, I I don't know many people who are like the anti-mask protesters. I mean, I see them, but do you know any? Uh, No. no, Personally? No, no, no. And I, you know, they, I've, there's been some, they they tend to meet in the, the part of town that I live in a lot. Um, in fact, there was one across the road in the park and it was gigantic and there were swarms of police there. But I swear it's the, the normal crowd who are the, the ones that, you know, watch the nightly news and, yeah. you know, do, do their, their, they're just yeah. sort of sleeping members of society willing to just kind of go along with everything as it goes, except, except this. Yeah. Well, it was weird because, I mean, for us, the strangest part was at the time when this was all going down, our president was like almost like protesting mm. against the realities and regulations of his own government. It's like, th- that was weird. I mean, for the last four years, we were like living under a guy who reacted to things as if he was watching them on TV and not the one in charge. So he would yeah. like be complaining about things that he has complete control over. And like, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? And like, so it was a yeah. weird dynamic where it's like a lot of the people who liked Trump, I think, um, we're protesting these government regulations because he was also like bitching about them he too. Was. It's like, dude, you like you can run the country. Like, why don't you it's, it's, like, set these rules? Do you think it's like made a a massive impact? Oh yeah, on a, on a, on a, it has, hasn't it? Well, I feel like um, it's been weird for me to live. Like, I think like me and Brandon, at least, I don't know, maybe for some people, for me, it's like felt like four years just like went by so fast because like mm. I think the stakes were so high every day that like it was harder to just be like stupid online and like be really frivolous. I mean, that's why I used to like just stuff that was silly and like didn't really have to mean anything and like stupid, whatever. Yeah. But like every day it felt like it was the most important day and like the end of the world, mm. like the way people were acting. There's always some shit, like huge thing that was very serious happening. And like, uh, there wasn't much room for that, you know? Yeah. Cause like every day was a f- fucking war, <laughs> like in the media. Yeah. It was, um, and I'm only speaking culturally, but yeah, 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 yeah. So it was always like, I mean, you know, we make fun of like the resistance people, but that was like, those guys were always, it was just, you know, it was always like a big fight online every single day and, and on the news, like everywhere you went. Yeah. There wasn't much room for just like some dumb, like, like, do you remember like right before <laughs> Trump, like, like planking? Like, remember planking? <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where yeah. you just like yeah. lay, like, I mean, yeah. I, and like the, like all of those like challenges, like the dance. What was that one? Um, it's like the mannequin challenge and the ice bucket oh, challenge. The mannequin challenge. These aren't things yeah. that I, I didn't like them at the time, but it's like, dude, I look back on that and I'm like, yeah, like that's when was the last time we've had some shit like that where everybody's planking? That didn't happen <laughs> yeah, for four yeah. years. <laughs> yeah. Mannequin challenge, like companies were doing like the mannequin challenge and planking. Like it's so stupid. Like that's just like, like dumb shit that you just really didn't see for four years. And I, I, yeah, it's not like I miss it, but it's just kind of like there was room for just meaningless things in culture. You know, they didn't have to have a purpose and like a brand didn't have to have like a political affiliation. Like people didn't feel a need to take a stance on something every single day. You know, did that change the way you approach doing yeah, but still, um, or was yeah, but still like welcome. Oh, it was always like, I guess we started it like during the Trump administration, Oh, of you know, course. so it's hard to tell. That's true. I guess like. It felt, it felt like the the last year of Trump's administration was particularly haywire, though. Oh yeah, this last year was. I mean, there were some weeks where it was like, like during the riots and stuff. It was like, dude, what do we do here? We can't just like, mm. <laughs> yeah, we can't like. Uh, it feels weird to do an episode where we're just like watching videos on the internet while there's like ten, like five miles, of, three, two miles away. Honestly, there's like police cars on fire. Like it would just yeah. be weird and everybody knows it too. Yeah. Like what are you guys talking about? Why are you like watching like 
old Family Guy videos on YouTube. Like, <laughs> and so what? What was the? How did you guys? How did you guys deal with that? Like, what was the? Uh, I don't. I think we just like had to talk about some things when we had to. But it's. I don't know. It's. It's weird. I mean, people still need like relief from that. Yeah, we tried to avoid talking about coronavirus. I will say that. Yeah. But some weeks it was just like too much. But yeah, I don't like. I don't think the political episodes will age very well. We're not like a political podcast, you know. Mm. So sure, it'll be weird. I mean, like it'll be weird to like, go back and listen to an episode where we're just talking about some bullshit that happened in a random mm. week in August or whatever, right? That episode with the dude from Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone was crazy. Oh man, yeah, that was that was a great episode. I, I haven't talked to him in a while, James Madison. Yeah, what happened with that whole zone? Did they shut down in the end? Yeah, was, well, like some people got killed and I don't really know what happened. That was a, I never really had an opinion on that place and I really mm. did not want to form one because it was very <laughs> questionable. <laughs> and same with James Madison. Like I just did not know. I mean, he was an interesting person, but it's not like, yeah, like, cause some of those, like did somebody did get shot and killed there. Mm. Um, yeah. And I remember Brandon was really scared. Like, dude, like, did we, was he involved? Like, well, I'm like, I don't like, dude, it's not like we are endorsing the guy. We just mm. interviewed him, him, you know, but um, yeah, no, yeah. he wasn't, inv- he wasn't even there. I think he was in like a different state at the time. But I, I still don't know who he is. He was just <laughs> using um, a pseudonym, you know? Oh, right, right, right. Gotcha. I haven't, some, one of my friends that was there in person kind of kept tra- in touch with him, but. I'm really not sure what he's up to. I'd, I'd be curious. He, maybe he's just back to being a normal guy now after spending totally a month or two like masked and armed. Yeah. Like an SAS man. Dude. But yeah, when I would like talk to him, he would like have to pause and like get on his walkie talkie and be like, okay, we have a code four, you know? <laughs> yeah. It was fucking skits. Yeah. It was weird. Yeah. <laughs> he's, I, I listened to that episode too, actually. And he seemed like so keen to chat though. Like he was, was he after a bit of, clout from it or like fame do you think or he's just like enjoyed telling his story i really didn't know what to make of him at the end of it you know yeah because some people were like people had mixed reactions some guys were in our replies saying like you make fun of liars so much this guy was clearly lying how'd you not call him out and like Mm. i um i really wasn't sure what his deal was i mean he was certainly there like (laughs) guy could yeah i mean Fact checked it to the degree I could. Like he's a real person who was there with a real gun. <laughs> like yeah. Um. Like I know people who have met him, but um. Yeah, I don't know. Like in terms of his backstory, it's one of those where it's like I think if he's lying, it's even more interesting. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Because then it's like totally. Yeah. It's just then it's even it's either a guy who's really like ex-military that um is out there guarding this like block that people took over in Seattle or. It's a guy who's not ex-military, <laughs> still has a gun. It's like two <laughs> int- situations that are equally bizarre, right? Yeah. Yes. Also, Jack, while I think about it, we've been threatening to play Rust. Oh yeah, we gotta do it, dude. We gotta do it. I was um, I got real deep into it for a while. I have um, I have like bad insomnia. I like wake up way too early, right. and um, I got like just way before sunrise. I would like wake up at four a.m. sometimes and like. I ended up just like booting up Rust pretty frequently. It's a weird way to yeah. spend your morning, like uh, <laughs> running around and like all of my. Do you play in with like a group? Do you guys have like? I play with I play with one other guy, oh, okay. yeah, a friend of mine. I was playing with yeah, like yeah. nine or ten people. We had like a big base together. Oh fuck, that's a big group. Yeah, and like you know, um, when you sign off, like your character's like sleeping. It's yeah. like twenty four hours. Well, for people listening that don't know, it's like twenty four hours, and um. And people like try to murder you, but it's weird because like I would be the only one on. My friends would be sleeping, and then it, <laughs> I'd be like creeping around in the dark trying not to get murdered in that game. It was just like such a weird way to start your day. And I got into, yeah. like I was doing it like every day for a while. That was a bad quarantine are, habit. Are you are you good at it? No, not. I mean, I'm still learning. Like, do you have people in your crew who you who are the leaders, yeah. and you kind of like ask them like, oh, what do you, what should I do? Hundred percent. Like, yeah. Are you guys good? Yeah, me too. Well, my friend Izzy is is where but we both started only like six weeks ago but he like he's a big gamer and he just like grinds on it for hours like because i've been streaming he'll grind for like five or six hours before the stream starts and just like 
build a sick base and fucking make all these like guns and shit. And then I yeah. just log on and I'm just like, he just loads me up with clothes and guns. Oh, and hell yeah. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Like I have a couple friends that um in that group that work really hard at it because they're streamers. So like they're, they'll play on stream and yeah. And I think like some people that like watch their stream help them out a ton too. Dude, if I'm fiddling yeah, with yeah. the gun and like uh, it's really <laughs> dangerous. It's not loaded, but it feels wrong. Yeah. yeah. That, I will admit that gun was scarier than I thought it was going to be just like seeing it in real life. Like it's a, it's intimidating. I f- it's a stonker. I finally went and yeah. shot it and um, it's super inaccurate. Like this is a terrible gun. Oh. It's an awful gun. <laughs> like, Fuck. Like this is for close range, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, anything besides that, it's bad. Like I've mm. put a can up. Yeah. I'm a pretty good shot normally. Um, but I put a can like not far away and I was missing, <laughs> like not hitting it. <laughs> and uh, it took me like several shots, but then I realized like it's, it's just straight up. I mean, it's like, it doesn't have a barrel basically. It's a snub nose revolver, you know? Yeah. So I'd have to be pretty close. Yeah. I would I not mean, it's be a- fending off. Like I, I could not defend this house from like waves of enemies. No. It, it's a good thing to know that it's inaccurate though. Like at least now, you know, if you just go into like, go into something assuming that it works properly, then you might be in some trouble. I, wish, I hope I don't have to use it, obviously. <laughs> it's like if I have to use it, I'm already in a bad position. Yeah, that's true. Take your headphones off, Todd. Show us your haircut. Yeah, let's see it. Oh, okay. Tiny, yeah, man. you kind of look like Brink. It's kind of still like- There's maybe like an extra in the movie. Yeah. I d- he gave me a rollerblader <laughs> haircut, this guy. I'm like, all right. Uh, See, yeah, yeah, it looks tidy, man. Thanks. Yeah, it's still kind of wet from the shower. Yeah, 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 yeah. But there's a bit of an angle, isn't isn't yeah, there? Yeah, it gave me a. It looks good. Thank is you. it pogging you out? Is it pogging it you is out? It's pogging a bit, me out a bit. Yeah, I, I wasn't tell. To think. Like normally there isn't an angle. And yeah. Now there is. So I'm Did he gonna... show you at the end and 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 you went? Then he went. What do you reckon? And I you went, went perfect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's all you ever say <laughs> in that situation. Say, yeah. I mean, I love it. Thank you so much. And I got out. Where'd you get a cut? Like, is this like? What type of place are you going to? Okay, well, so... Did you go in with a plan? Yeah, I did. So normally I see a friend of mine, Kane, and he gets it right every time and he has for five years. But he just moves literally overseas in the middle of the pandemic to like somewhere in Europe, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, So he's moved to Europe, so he's not here anymore. And he recommended I go see his old boss, Dean. And um, Dean was nice. Um, he was. There's no cane though. He was quite short, which was funny. So like, he was. I'm in the chair, and he was. If he was behind me, I couldn't really see him. <laughs> Just yeah. his hands coming out. Um, Hell yeah. But um, short, short. Boss. I showed him. I was just like showed him old photos of me, basically. And I was like, this is how Kane used to do it. Can you please do that? Oh. Were you yeah, holding might- the photo at an angle? And is that like why he yeah. got confused? Maybe <laughs> I might have had my head down. He gave it the dean. Like twist, basically. Gave it a decade, yeah, with a twisted Dean. Yeah, the Todd with a twisted Dean. What the if he couldn't Dane. reach? Yeah. What if he couldn't reach? Like it was too tall in the back. Yeah, you know, yeah. he was like reaching up and stretching a little too hard. That's Could why I got the angle. Yeah, yeah. That's probably what's happened. Anyway. How fucking embarrassing is showing the photo to the hairdresser? I oh, know. Yeah, it's like yeah, it, you have to. Yeah, it's extremely. No matter what, who it is, it's embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like either like, it's either one of you that you think you look great in, or yeah. it's like I want to look like this guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's embarrassing, that isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it like is. name somebody that it's like like try to pick one person that is like not weird to bring him in. Yeah, you know, seriously. Yeah, it's and it's usually like for me, it's usually like a movie star or another guy in a yeah. band. Yeah, yeah, I mean, so if they're so in a movie, it's like they're usually going to be like way better looking than you too. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> they're right. Just like come in with like Brad Pitt, and like yeah, yeah I want to look like him with my yeah. hair. Can you do this? Yeah, and they never so do either. They just do whatever. That's the thing with hairdressers. That's why I like Kane because whatever came out was good. He wouldn't promise something and deliver something else. Yeah, his name was Kane. Yeah, yeah. That's a good name. That sounds fake though. <laughs> oh, like Kane, we know a, we know? know a couple of Kane. I know a lot of Kanes. C A I N though. C A I N, yeah. I know a K A I N. Yes. Am I- he lives in Los Angeles, actually, Jack. I could hook you guys up if you want. <laughs> wait, are you. <laughs> yeah, if you want to. If you be want another with Kane, Kane I can sort yeah. that out. Wait, yeah. wait, it's not the hairdresser Kane. No, no, no. No, this is a different guy. Okay. I was going to say, but I could use it, a hairdresser. Yeah. This Kane, um, this, the Kane I know is a writer and an actor. So if you ever need either of those. <laughs> okay. Got it. This He's also an editor. Here. 
Okay. There you go. Maybe maybe I'll meet Kane. Adam, I need a Kane in my phone. I'll say yeah. that. Yeah. I've got a couple. He listens to this pod as well. Shout out to Kane. Yeah. Hi, oh, okay. hi, so you, hi Kane. What's up, Kane? All right. Well, I love you, Kane. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys, are you familiar with Floyd's Barbershop, the chain? Have you ever seen one of those? Um, um, no. Nah. Is there a way to, let me see if I could screen share. Oh, this yeah, will really I have to enable it. One, one sec. See if you can enable this. Uh, we have this chain of barbershops uh, here. All right. It's like, it's like this chain of like hip hipster barbershops. Oh yeah. And they're oh. supposed to look like they're supposed to be like rock. And oh, um, yeah. they're just like, they're all over the place and they put one in like every cool neighborhood, you know, like, right. like gentrified neighborhood. Yeah. And they have like, they'll put like some bullshit mural on the side. Like they'll, they'll get some local artists to do like, you know, some vague mural relating to the neighborhood. It's not organic, but they yeah. have like, I mean, the people there cut hair pretty good. Like it's, it's <laughs> no diss on like the people who work there. Yeah. They're like pretty good. It's not, it's like somewhere between like, I don't know. It's like probably $20 or something for your haircut. It's like d- that's medium. Right. That's fucking, that's cheap. That's good. Um, Dane was how, pretty. How much did you pay for that, Todd? Well, I didn't pay um, Tash. My girlfriend got it for me with a gift voucher. So shout outs. But oh, I nice. reckon Dean was on the 100, close to 100. We can, it's, yeah. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Because, well, that's the thing. Because like I didn't have a, a guy. And so Kane was like, go see my boss. But. He wasn't cheap, Kane, if you're listening. Let's, let's see. Okay, so here's like, I need to find the wall so we can uh, look at these. Because here's the funniest thing about Floyd's. Like, you're starting to see some of this. So yeah. Floyd's... Um, kind of looks like a Starbucks. Here, I'll show you. Yeah, with like rock um, posters. Yeah, but like, I'll show you. I'll give you a sense of like the murals they'll have sometimes. Okay, so like, here's one. Where's this? Ah oh, shit! Sorry, it's like a low res pick, but see, yeah. like they'll have like some shit like this. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. What is that? Like, like, like a Western this one, movie thing. Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury. Yeah, kind of like old, old, oh, old dude, Hollywood kind of stuff. This is like, this is right by my house. See, they have an Elliot Smith. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, they have uh, Joe Kelly from the Dodgers. Yeah. Um. All right. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's like not bad because like Elliot Smith, you know, the album art is. It was taken around, um, like right around in Silver Lake. Uh, yeah. But I think it actually has gotten destroyed since then. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> like some bar painted over it or something. It's pretty sad. Yeah. But anyway, the reason I brought this up is um, they have like the wall is really funny. It's like clearly like this is a corporate chain, right? Mm, right. So there's clearly some buyer who is just going online searching rock poster mm. music poster and just like <laughs> yeah. buying shit because yeah. there's just absolutely there's no thought going into like what bands are throwing up here oh yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. like there's some real wild cards in there so it might take a few to nirvana tupac bob marley jet acdc Elvis Presley. acdc this is one. like um blink way two yeah there's like for some reason Christina Aguilera's Rolling Stone cover, and then yeah. like there's a picture of Nelly in a do rag, <laughs> and it's like hard to. It's kind of like a weird era of Nelly. Yeah. There's Bob Marley yeah. smoking a joint. Yeah, um, yeah. There's like it's like every single the band Jet. Remember Jet? Yeah. Yeah, Jet. They're they're from this city. It's oh it's really? Almost, yeah. Yeah. So you guys like Jet have Jet pride? Nah. Uh, no. You guys don't claim Jet. I don't claim don't Jet. Claim but jet. I, you know uh, what? I respect Jet. Okay. You know, they wrote songs that were quite, got quite big. So, you know. Well, they're up in Floyd's. Yeah. Okay, look, they, they got, made like, it to Floyd's. You got yeah. Nicki Minaj next to Bjork at this one. Next to Metallica. So, like, this is a vibe. Like, um, yeah. You got yeah, like this Pink is Floyd, Panic the at the Disco. Just like skillet? stuff that the fuck skillet. <laughs> like no wall would ever look like this. Like Ariana yeah. Grande, Mac Miller. It's like just stuff that yeah. essentially just does not go together at all. And there's, there's no cohesion. Yeah. And you you have to get your skillets really funny, dude. Yeah. Skillet. <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> you know the band Skillet? Nah, nah. Oh is man, this, is that literally the thing you cook with a skillet? Yeah. Yeah, yeah but they're like. I think they're like a weird electronic band or something. Yeah. One Republic. What band is that? Remember them? No, I don't. I remember CKY? the name. Sellouts. Avenged Sevenfold. There's like a picture of Shakira. 
Oh, there's Adele <laughs> that, too. It, where's Adele? Or are you just looking at the? Nah, she's um, under under One Republic. Oh, okay, okay. The Rolling Stone. I just oh, yeah, thought of that. Um, have you guys seen that? Um, take me into your fucking arms. No, no what is that? Oh my god, that? what's that song? Da da da. Take me into your loving arms or whatever. Do you know that song? Yeah. Oh. oh, it's really fucking good. One Republic is a pop band. Um, oh. Dude, I feel like this was a really big band. It's some, yeah. It's one of the bands that you couldn't be paid enough to be in. I bet, I guarantee you, we know this song. Like, there yeah. are people listening right now so mad at us being like, how do you not know One Republic? Oh, dude, this song. Can you hear this? Lady. You know the song. I don't know nah, this song, but wait. Oh wait. I hate music like this so much. Oh yeah. yeah. Isn't it Why so does everything sound like this now? I blame Mumford and Sons. Right, where it's just like a mix of every genre all at once. Yeah. Yeah. So many bands like that, where it's like like a massive hit, but like people kind of don't know. Like the name of the band that performs it. It's yeah. just songs that be, they feels like they don't organically get big. They just go straight into commercials and like yeah. stores, right? Yeah. Um, you guys, this is the this is the uh, it's Nickelback that take me into your fucking arms thing. This is the oh. this is the this is the thing. Ready? I'll turn it up. Take me into your fucking arms. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Such a huge K in that fuck. <laughs> so aggressive. <laughs> um, I, I got taken to task this week on our Patreon by Thomas Peachy shoutouts. God bless. Uh-oh. Because I talked about on pod how I hate the feature where people can see what you're listening to. Oh, yeah. On Spotify. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he was just like, just wrote this comment, just like, hey, guys, like really enjoyed this episode. Was really confused by um, Jamie hating so so passionately that that feature um, like I think it's a great feature mm. um, and Jamie you've like talked about the fact that you didn't care that you accidentally sent nudes out and like <laughs> oh that's a good story all these things that you don't like that you're not shy about but yet you hate people seeing what you're listening to on Spotify like come on man relax or whatever mm. which is a fair it's, got a point. A fair, it's fair yeah but I was gonna ask you Jack I mean, it sounds like a story you've already told on podcast, but I mean, I'm obviously yeah. more curious about the nudes thing. Yeah, tell the yeah. nudes story again. Okay. Well, I was just, I was really, um, I was really like broke at one point and um, I was, I went into that mode, you know, that mode you go in when you're really broke, you're like, how can I make a lot of money really quickly mm-hmm. and really <laughs> easily? Yeah. And like, obviously I didn't come up with any good answers, but the best answer I could come up with was like, oh fuck, I'll start sitting I'll start posing nude for life drawing classes. That would be. Oh yeah, yeah. That would be good money. That'd be easy. Mm, you just sit there. Um, it's easy. No offense yeah. to anyone who's done it. It's probably not easy. Mm. But um, <laughs> and so I I I like went straight to Craigslist and was like looking through ads and there was this one. It's like looking for like life models. Um, uh, <laughs> submit five nude photos <laughs> in five different poses. Um, to like you know, whatever at yahoo.com or whatever. And Sounds so, like such a scam, by the way. <laughs> dude, <laughs> just like free nudes. Dude, it's yeah. 100% a scam, but I just like dumbed out and went into my, I was at my brother's house. I like, was like, do you mind if I borrow your bedroom for a second? I just went into my brother's room <laughs> and like took five nude photos of me posing in these fucked up, like <laughs> I like put, put like one leg up on the bed like this, like <laughs> stood like this. Yeah. Like, no way. How old were you? Oh, like 28. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> and I just sent them off to this email address and like never heard anything. Yeah. And then, back. but didn't realize till after you sent them, you were like, oh, fuck. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, pretty much immediately after I sent yeah. them, I was like, hang on. Like they don't, life drawing classes don't give a fuck about what you look like. Yeah. No. It's not about that. No. But you know what? I just realized like, there are probably freaks that fall for it or like even wouldn't even care. So you know what the opposite of that would be is a good, it would be a good prank for one of your friends to do that same Craigslist post 
yeah. but you just like be like text the photos to this number <laughs> and like your friend in oh, theory yeah. will just get like a ton of like the weirdest nudes that he's ever good. seen from people oh that's, that's a, good, a prank that's a yeah. funny prank yeah, yeah. you're a prankster it yeah. might even be like it might even be <laughs> better if you just like probably like the personal section like about like mm. you could probably just get like a bunch of guys to do it but like I feel like there's a lot of guys who just want to send their penis to people, right? Mm, like, yeah, oh, yeah. If you're just like, "Hi, I'm like a woman, like looking to trade like sexy pictures and like chat, like, you <laughs> oh know, my please God. send." Just like, yeah, yeah, some shit like that. I mean, I used to do that to people back in the day. Like, never to anybody that wronged me, but like somebody that would wrong my friends. That kind of like a slight wrong, right? Where I didn't want to like. <laughs> We just need to like even the scales yeah. of justice a bit, but not like yeah. fight or anything. Like mm-hmm. you just kind of, I would do the thing where I, like I would usually pick like a really annoying item, like a old PlayStation game or something, like a copy of like some, I would just pick like the dumbest game, you know, yeah, and like, like free, Crash Bandicoot or something. Yeah. Like free Crash Bandicoot copy. Like something that people would want, but like yeah. mm, kind of random and funny and like put their phone number. So they just get like a million calls, you know? Just very base level. Dude, that's... You're a prankster. I used to do a bunch. You did, didn't you? Yeah. (laughs) I slowed down. You slowed down. Because that's... Delving into your history bit. Didn't that... that, You would... That was kind of your like Twitter vibe back in the day, wasn't it? Instagram mostly. Yeah, I did like a bunch of goofy stuff. That was like... People were never sure if it was real or not, you know? Mm. Like I did. Like a big one was... A long saga of uh, they built this Whole Foods in Silver Lake in Los Angeles, and I like made like a fake account for the Whole Foods, and it like just is like I didn't really expect it to do anything, but like yeah. I made like a few posts with my friend uh, to make my friends laugh, and like Kim Gordon lives in the area from Sonic Youth, so I was like, yeah, and there's like coyotes in LA, so I was like, oh, that she got like chased by a coyote or something like in the parking lot and it like picked up without me paying attention. It like made the news and like, then I just kept going (laughs) and like, I took it like as far as I could go with like, people knew it was a joke, but I, the end, it ended up with like the social media manager was like hunting the coyotes with like two woodsmen that he like hired to like Mm. kill the coyotes. And it was like getting like really, I mean, this was like the fake story I was like doing in the posts and like, and the, the person, the voice of the social media was like losing their mind and like, like hearing the coyotes talk to them in like languages that he could understand. Right. And like, um, but then eventually like it just got delete. like whole foods swooped yeah, in, like shut it, it down. Yeah. Mm. Which was a shame. Holy shit. That was so funny. It was a fun little saga. I remember you told us about something you did with like an influencer wall or something like that. Yeah. That was like, for the show, like and subscribe, yeah, like, to promote the show, yeah. It was like, um, I feel like people have like done similar things since then, mm-hmm. yeah. People have sent me shit, but it was like, you know, those walls everybody takes pictures in front of, mm-hmm. with like, I mean, it's really prevalent now, but it was the, I, the idea was that there was one like a new one where you had to have like a certain amount of followers to be able to take a picture in front of it, and um, or you had to be verified. Like yep. It was only for like certain people. And I just like, I mean, I basically had this dude paint the mural and then I like put a tent around it and then I like hired a security guard. It was pretty simple. It like didn't cost a lot of dude. money. Yeah. And then like, uh, we like advertised it. I forget exactly. Oh, we, I just sent out a press release. I just like got a list of like reporters and like sent out a press release <laughs> and like just like a genuine one saying that like, hey, we're like, we're doing this promo for the show and like if you are verified or have like 20,000 followers, you can like come and take a picture in front of our show's mural, but like don't come if you don't have that. And like, you know, I figured it like journalists would write about it getting real mad, obviously. And they did. And uh, dude, it made like national, international news. Like, like (laughs) dude, that's so fucking crazy. It was funny. I mean, you could just search, like I think if you still search influencer mural, I had yeah. the idea when we were filming the show um, and um, yeah, it'll, like the news stories still come up. You know, there's a picture of the security guard. But here's, dude, here's the shitty thing about all of this. Uh, so like our show, 
we didn't have like a big marketing budget or anything. So I was like, oh, this is like the perfect way to do like guerrilla marketing. Um, and the show was supposed to be announced like a week later with a trailer. Right. But like in the middle of the influencer mural interviews, like when people were calling me, the fucking network shut down. Uh, the network shut down. And oh, so we oh. didn't get to announce the show. Oh my and god! And we had to like wait. We had to wait like six months and sell it somewhere else. Oh, oh fuck, dude. Yeah, fucking hell. And this is like and subscribe for people listening. That's a show that you. Yeah, wrote. it's on yeah. Amazon now. But like, yeah, uh, yeah, you fucking can go watch hell. it on there for free. But, um, dude, it was. I mean, yeah, we had like all the attention on us, so it would have been an oh. easy thing to promote. But then I just get called. Like I was on the phone with the Hollywood Reporter, I think, and they're like. What, so wait, what, what do you think of the news of Go like Go ninety shutting down? Go ninety was like one of those streaming cha- services that like right one of the many that just didn't work, mm-hmm. but they gave yeah. us a bunch of money for the show. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, they just fucking shut it. <laughs> they didn't give us any warning. Oh, man. oh my <laughs> god! That's how you found out in the middle of an interview promoting yeah, it. Yeah, and they they knew I was doing the mural too. <laughs> oh. They were like, "Oh, that's a great idea." <laughs> Like yeah. they didn't warn me. The fuck? Oh, yeah, that's so. We've talked about that before. How like it's f- funny how you have to remind yourself that literally nothing is ever guaranteed. Hey, like nothing's hap- Nothing's out. Like we've you can you can have a part in a movie and your all your scenes get cut. You know, like Frank. Oh, yeah. That happened to yeah. Frank from our band. He went and saw a movie. Yeah. He was casting recently. Went to the premiere and he's just like. I'm pretty sure all my scenes were meant to be up by now. Yeah. <laughs> it just wasn't it. <laughs> it's like at the premiere. And nobody just, told him? Nah. Yeah, he's no all dressed up and shit. Yeah. Yeah. How big of a movie oh, was this? Like, it was a big Chinese movie, actually. Yeah. And he got really? cast in it because he speaks, he speaks Chinese quite well. Or Mandarin, Mandarin, rather. Really? Um, yeah. yeah. Is he Chinese? No. no. He, he just lived there for four years, I think. Four wow. years. And he, stud- he studied, he studied, studied language over there. Yeah. He actually became the editor of Time Out magazine. Time Beijing. Out Beijing, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Yeah. yeah. He's editing Chinese or is it in English? I think it's in English. I, th- I assumed it was, but um, okay. yeah. yeah. But he in- he interviewed, um, is it Keith from The Prodigy? Is that yeah. who he interviewed? Oh. Rest in peace, I think, right? Yeah, rip, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He interviewed him for, for Time Out. That's crazy. Wow. He, yeah. He would go to like these really fancy restaurant because he started out as a food reviewer there and you just mm-hmm. eat like this crazy shit and like i bet we went to places with like 800 dollars steaks and stuff oh yeah dude that's crazy <laughs> he, he, he and i went to this like place um that does bubble tea in sydney one day and um and the 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 two staff there were chinese mm-hmm. and i ordered like my thing and then she turned around to a workmate and said in chinese like this fucking white guy wants a such and such. <laughs> and Frank, Frank like understood it and like whispered to me what she said. Mm. And so while they were making it, like he taught me how to say, um, thank you very much. Have a nice day in Mandarin. And so when she gave me my drink, I said it to her like in, in, uh, in Mandarin and she was just so fucking shocked. <laughs> That's amazing. Classic gag. That's incredible. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. I love stories like that. Mm. Yeah. Um, how do we even get on that topic? Oh, just Frank wasn't cast in that movie. That's really funny. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Especially that it was a Chinese movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, and you know what? Um, the other thing that kind of sucked about it was that it was right when he joined our band, because we had another drummer, Luke, before Frank, um, we were going on his tour of Europe and Frank said um, that he couldn't come on the tour of Europe just after he joined the band because he had to shoot that movie. <laughs> So he didn't oh, get. He, God. he wasn't even in the movie in the end. Oh. Jesus! Yeah, and he bailed on the tour. Yeah, it's a oh man. It's it's kind of amazing. Sorry, I was just like trying to remember. I I recently heard a really good story about somebody who just made like a bunch of terrible decisions, but I can't remember what it is right now. I'm just fucking blanking. Yeah. Okay, yeah. my mind's yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. gone. Yeah, but I do. Yeah. It is kind of like I always have like a morbid fascination with people who just like accidentally make a series of bad, like the wrong choice and they just keep making the wrong one even though they're trying to just like get out of the situation, you know? Yeah. You really only yeah. know in hindsight. Um, hey man, well, we we should wrap it up but I want to ask how, um, how's, yeah, but still going and how long you guys been doing it for now? A couple of years, hey? Like three, three four years. years. Um, how's it going like this far down the track? Like how, because you know, it's like, 
just from doing it just for a year now, sometimes before you record, you're like, what on God's fucking earth are we going to talk about this time? Like, <laughs> seriously, we've just talked about everything. We've like Nothing's happened since we last talked. Yeah, and we've been in lockdown. So it's like fucking just like walk to the lounge room and walk back to your bedroom. Like that's about all you've done this week. Yet you always find something to talk about, right? Dude, it's so, so like, hard. Yeah, especially like in the deep in the lockdown. But I mean, it's going good. Like I feel like it's- yeah better this year than like in terms of consistency I think mm. than the other ones I mean I, I think it just gets better over time but um that's cool but I mean we've had nothing like this was a side project for us before but now this year it was like our main job so mm. yeah that's so that's so cool now we're gonna go back where it's will be well who knows I mean we're gonna go back to doing other work but mm-hmm. keep doing the pod of course yeah but um I'd say it's going well it was just like major major adaptation was required um to like do the zoom one to yeah. like find people and um and yeah it'll it'll be interesting to see how it goes like once things open back up but yeah. I, I mean it's definitely going good well um todd we should make our confession okay what is it? you do it though okay i'll do the confession um the confession is this so when we came on yeah but still and you guys were like um you guys were like ribbing us at the start about like coming over to LA just to be on Yeah But Still. Uh-huh. We were and we were kind of like, yeah, no, no. Yes, if we do that. Yeah, we wouldn't do that. Why would we do that? <laughs> the truth the truth is we kind of did. Oh my god, you guys were <laughs> And we're just admitting for that? it now for the first time ever. Yeah. Holy and shit, was it worth it? You it was what? worth it. We had a wonderful trip. We, we had a fun trip. Four, four days in LA. Just before we're about to go on tour, it was so nice. And we weren't lying; we did have meetings and stuff to do as okay, well. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Like yeah, we yeah, did yeah. push you over the something. edge. What's yeah. that? But it pushed you over the edge. It, 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 yeah, but still was the was the the catalyst. And then so we yeah. like we organized to to like meet with our agents and stuff over there. I think um, like I'm trying to remember if it was you guys or well, because the publicist I think was the one that booked yeah. it. Melody, yeah, yeah, Melody. She and came I with I, us. I think I might have said an email like, yo, they're like they're not coming here just for this, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And she but was that, like, no. But yeah, I mean, it was like, that was me being, um, like that was me on the email and that was me like looking out for you. Cause like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We record like in my house. I, I was like, I don't know what it's like being a listener, especially across the world. Like yeah. mm. I was just, I was like kind of being like, look, like I don't know what you're imagining, but just like make sure yeah. you know, like this is not, Joe Rogan, you know, like, yeah, not, no, totally. We knew what we were coming over for. And to be honest, like, if, you know, if you're asking if it was worth it, it was anyway, because it was really nice meeting you and Brandon and, yeah. and, you know, like keeping in touch with you guys and stuff. But also, like, yeah, but still was a massive catalyst for us starting a pod. Like, like, because mm. we both, we, we, we enjoy your pod, but then coming and actually doing a podcast together, which we'd never done, was like really inspiring for us. Good. Um, yeah, mm. it was super inspiring for us. Also, and, I mean, um, it seems like you guys were having fun. Like, I, yeah, I mean to cut you off, but like, no, go for it. I was like kind of antisocial at that time, but I met you at that bar for like some beers in the afternoon, which I <laughs> like never was. I was really not doing any a lot of that at the time, mm. and um, I just remember it being so weird. Like Australians kept coming up to the table, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like, yeah, and you knew you guys knew every. I felt like such a loser because like. <laughs> <laughs> and I felt surreal because like literally like these Australians kept coming and like dapping you up casually and we're yeah. at a bar in Silver Lake at the sports bar and I'm like, yeah, like not only do you know all these people, like they're all Australian and I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? <laughs> what the fuck? That was one <laughs> of those like, weird things where like you're on the other side of the world and you run into people, you know, it's, it's crazy how often that will happen. It's so weird. Yeah. yeah. That happened to me in England. When I was in England, I kept running into people that you know. Like, Yeah. How does that fucking happen? Well, you can't like, if you even remotely know somebody and you like, like you're over on the other side of the country or the world, you can't like, it's really hard to blow somebody off. Yeah. Like I remember I've ran into people when I've been traveling and like, it's really hard to like make up some bullshit, you know, Mm -hmm. or like slip away. Like, oh, I gotta go. Like, or pretend, yeah. you know, you can't just like pretend you didn't see them or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's like so obvious, especially depending on where you are. But statistically speaking, you shouldn't even run into someone, you know, in this in the same in Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 
Like what? What the fuck? How do you run it? You go into Melbourne City and you run into someone you know. Like that's just bizarre in itself. Yeah, and you. Th- I guess you can think about on the, the the flip side. How many times you just miss someone that you know? Yeah, that's true. Mm. I was a little worried when you guys said you had a confession. I was like, oh, this sounds like this could be something weird. But no, that's yeah. like, you know, I'm not. Good for you. I mean, I'm glad you had a good trip. <laughs> nah, we yeah. had a good trip. We don't need much of an excuse at that nah, point. Exactly. At that point, we didn't need much of an excuse to nah, travel, put it that way. Nah, not at all. It's like a great opportunity to yeah. to go out there and have some fun. It's I'm just, glad it worked you, out. You get to go on a trip for work. It's fun. Yeah. You just need a reason <laughs> sometimes. I mean, I'll, I'll probably yeah. like, I want to come to Australia sometime, so... Mm, man, I need to find a similar excuse. Seriously, yeah. well, maybe we'll invite you back on to what a great punk. <laughs> and exactly. maybe you, you and Brandon will will both go out of your way and get on a plane and just come here just to be on our pod. Absolutely. I mean, sometimes you just need like that one thing to do. Oh uh, yeah. Well, you one know activity, what you do, and then you're like locked the in. The Melbourne Comedy Festival. You yeah, can come over I was, and do a live pod. That's what you should do. Okay. We were pit, we were we were speaking to Brandon about that actually um, after we after we did the pub with you guys. Um, and I think he looked into it with his agent yeah, about I linked him up out. with Aaron Chen. That's right. Mm. Yeah. Um, and But then, yeah, then it all, you know, the, pan- yeah, tw- the post, pandemic hit. Dude, post lockdown, let's do it. Yeah. All right. Sounds Melbourne good, Melbourne Comedy Fest is fucking really it's good. good. Yeah. It would Hell be yeah. sick. Yeah. yeah. I think a few people were coming out when last year, like Cat Cohen and stuff like that, like quite a few mm-hmm. people from the States, which was cool. Yeah, that'd, that'd be, be fun. Let's try to make it happen. All yeah. right. Well, boys, cool, thanks for having me on. Yeah, thanks hey. for coming on, mate. Appreciate if it. If you ever want to fly across the world to come back onto the podcast, <laughs> we'll have you. All right. Yeah. It's a deal. Hey, and after, and we'll, after lockdown. We'll, pl- we'll play Russ soon. Yes. All right. Yes. Let's make it happen. All, All right, right, boys. Hey, hey thanks. Thanks, Jack. Thanks for coming on. What a great punk. <laughs>